What's up? It's your boy Jalen, and we are back with some more Unfiltered and Real. Like always, it's such a pleasure to sit down on this mic and speak to you guys and tell you my opinion on things that you guys probably don't want to know. Chris, how are you doing today? Great. Why you said that so dry? Like, Why you the, said it so like dry? your great was great, but then it was like it wasn't great. great. Shit, now it just seems fake. Okay. It's not real. I'm be real. This, I'm to you trying to use that and trying to say they're this not the real. So I'm be real because no, change this is name. just like, boring. Changing. Like okay, anyway, they still listen though, right? They still listen. Probably right? to me because they're like, why does he sound so dead all the time? They be liking me because I be making good points. Anyways, we still got to get the psych person on here for that last point. Anna, how does it feel to be back on Unfiltered and Real? I'm excited. <laughs> Wait, you See? Ever- now I actually excited. feel like you're excited because I feel it. You ever took any like, psych classes or any? Yeah. Okay, what comes first? Does, what comes first? What was the question? Fear. Does fear come first? Or hate, like, what comes first? Do you fear something, then hate it? Or that wasn't what the thing was. Or do you hate it, then fear I said you, I said what the thing is, you, um, hate, what did I say? I said you, um. I say you, fear comes first, yeah. then you end up I said I hate, no, because in psych they teach you that the hate with the nerves and stuff in your stuff, you hate something so much that you learn to fear. You don't just fear it, it's because the hate that you have for something that you're so afraid of it, that you get angry, you get mad. I'm just telling you what the... Hmm? And that's what I told him at the end. I'm like, it's, okay, it's emotion. Let's, 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 let's get Anyways, let's get moving on, a year ago, the... Beauty community went up in flames when Tati Westbrook decided to put out a uh, decided to put out a video titled "By Sisters." It shook everybody up, knowing that she was talking about James Charles. In the video, she called him uh, I don't want to say rapist, but she basically said he does things with younger boys, try to turn straight boys gay, and so much more. James Charles spoke out. In so many different videos, and today we're going to unpack that, and then in the next episode, we're also going to unpack Sati's new video that she just put out a couple weeks ago. I think it is important to talk about this because this is unfiltered and real, and not only do we talk about so many other things, stuff that may not be like this, but at the same time, it's important that everybody has their viewpoints out there, and everybody's understood, and everybody's respected. So... Without further ado, let's look at this first video. This was right after everything started happening. This video. It's like an Instagram or Snapchat video, but. Hi, you guys. I know I look like absolute trash right now, but it's been a bit of a roller coaster of a day for me. And I just wanted to, you know, hop on Snap for a little bit and talk to you guys. Um, I just put out a few tweets and I thought it would be appropriate to, you know, talk a little bit further here on Snap to you guys where you can actually hear me talking and stuff. Um, today is May 11th, and it's a beautiful day, it's a positive day, it's a good day for me, but it's also really, really a tough day for me that's just bringing up a lot of emotions. Um, I'm sure you guys all remember, a year ago today, it's officially my scandal anniversary. woo! <laughs> um, a year ago today, May 11th, I was on the Gold Coast in Australia, and I woke up at 4 in the morning, and my whole world got turned upside down and it, you know, began the worst few weeks, months, year of my entire life and the biggest drama the internet has literally ever seen. <sighs> but it's officially been one year and 
you know, today. I don't, I don't want it to be a sad day. I don't want it to be an angry day. It's not either of those things. I'm trying to look at this from a positive perspective. And of course, you know, it's bringing up emotions, but I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. But I'm really happy. And okay. So that's basically how he just filmed this a couple of weeks, months, two months ago, a month and a half ago, whatever. And that's how he felt. So we're going to go back onto the video that he filmed a year ago, right after Tati posted her video by One sisters. Week ago, I uploaded a video to my YouTube channel titled Tati. This video was a direct response to the video that Tati Westbrook uploaded to her channel titled by sister. Before I say anything at all in this video, I want to make it very, very clear that everything I said in that video in regards to my sentiments towards Tati and my apology, I stand behind 100% and still reign true. I know I got emotional in the video. I apologize. It was something very, very hard for me to deal with, especially when it came to talking about my very own mother. In Tati's video, she discusses many of the different reasons as to why she was choosing to close a chapter in her life that I was heavily involved in, making many of her private issues very 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 public and now millions and millions of people have weighed in with their opinions and speculations on subjects that they honestly know absolutely nothing about i will not ask for sympathy and i will definitely not ask for forgiveness either but i will ask that you watch this entire thing all the way through before forming any further opinions or talking about the story more hello future james here popping in quickly i know doing an insert in a video like this is not professional trust me um but i filmed this several times now and as time keeps going on more and more things keep coming out to the public and more people are speaking on the situation and it is very important to me that this video has all the information all the facts all the receipts and is current and present because I will not be addressing it again after this matter. Um, this morning when I was editing this video, I noticed that last night, Tati had uploaded a video to her channel called Why I Did It, and this morning, Jeffree Star was on Snapchat talking about the whole situation. First and foremost, I do want to issue a thank you to both Jeffree and Tati for taking some of the responsibility for blowing this whole thing up and for starting everything. Um, I really respect that a lot, and I also appreciate the fact that they are trying to redirect the hate away, because I think we're all aware Before of you know, we get a little bit further in there. For a second, I want to talk about something that's really toxic, and it's going on a lot in the world right now, and that's cancel culture. Because the thing with cancel culture is, it's like, when this was going on, you probably don't really understand as much as when this was first going on, but it was like a lot, the whole world basically attacked James put James down, and it was so much going on. Cancel culture has turned into something that's so much bigger. It's ruining people's lives. It's making people want to kill themselves. Over Like, so many crazy things. So, I'm, before we get too far into this, I want to know where do you guys stand on cancel culture and how do you guys feel about cancel culture? Take it away, Anna. So, I think it's like a lot of these things that are coming up are from like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like we've all said things that like if we were to get famous right now, probably would have gone out and we would have been in trouble. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's the past. If they're the same person, then yes, I understand. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of these people aren't the same person as they were five years ago. Yeah. And it's just like now you're just blowing it off proportion. They're growing as a person. I feel like, <clears throat> come on, boys, for this one. When you're someone, and when it comes to cancel culture, if you're someone, say like allegations come out in the past, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who keeps on doing the same thing you did wrong, mm -hmm. I feel like you might have the right, like people have the right to cancel you. Like a good, a good example is Shane Dawson. 
He's what? Like what the people? Well, we 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 not there yet. We not there yet. So I don't want to jump too far ahead. But one thing I do want to say about cancel culture is I think it's a very me personally. I think it's very toxic, and I think for me, I just feel like we created these people. We created these monsters, if you want to say so. But at the same time, to cancel somebody is like ending their life. It's like we chose to forget for 2.5 seconds that they were human, that they were going to make a mistake. And everybody looks at these celebrities like, oh, they're my hero. They're going to save the day. I look up to them. You know, they do no wrong. But at the end of the day, they do do wrong. So I feel like instead of canceling people, they need to understand that these people are human because a lot of these people that they are canceling is from like what you were saying and from stuff they said years ago. And it goes for the same way when people say, oh, the N-word. Okay, they said the N-word 15 years ago when they was with their black friends. Like, okay, get over it. Move on. And that's pretty much how I feel about cancel culture. But we're going to get back into the video. And it's gotten way too far. Um, the past week on the internet has been the darkest I think we've all ever seen. And it's also been the darkest time that I've ever had to go through in my life. And my thoughts got to a really scary place. Um... Watching Tati's video, it's clear to me that she also is in a really dark place as well and has been pained by this whole situation. Uh, if I've known anything about Tati over the past three years, it's that she has a huge, huge heart. Um, there's no denying that. And I, I think that defending nobody after when she says that she did not want this to get so vile. Um, we fight. Any of us thought it was going to be as big as it really was. In both of their videos, Jeffrey and Tati both mentioned that they hope that I'm able to change and that we can all move on from the situation. And Okay, I'm sorry. It's going to be a lot of stopping. But who is somebody else that's not perfect, at any, especially somebody as Jeffree Star, who's been in controversy since he stepped in to the spotlight? Who are people like these to tell somebody that I hope you change? I hope you don't do this, that, and the third. Well, now that we know, because we've seen a new video where lies and all this made up, but it's like, what do you guys think on somebody telling somebody to change? Now, I want to say this. I'm not saying, like, you can't say, you know, like, to work on yourself or better yourself, but to tell somebody that the way they do things is wrong and that they need to change that, like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, if it's someone like Jeffree Star, like you said... Does some questionable things. I don't feel like he's in the place to say anything because himself. Okay. It's a little work. Do you think? <laughs> do you think he's in the place to call anybody out? Like, like if he. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he can keep it inside, but where he's at, I wouldn't say anything. Amen to that. You have anything else to say? No comment. No. <laughs> My head just went somewhere totally else. Let me just play this. I agree. There's nobody that wants us over with as much as I do. But in Tati's second video and in Jeffrey's Snapchats, they both said that they stand behind everything that they mentioned. And unfortunately, there have been allegations made against me because of these things. And I don't really feel comfortable just moving on from those. Um, I would like to take this video today as an opportunity to kind of explain everything that has happened and address literally everything. Um, there's a lot that happened behind the scenes leading up to Tati's video, and there's a lot that happened 
behind the scenes and publicly after Tati's video, and I feel as though it is my responsibility to kind of let you guys in on those because there's a lot of misinformation going around, and it's just not really they, they good. Just point. like Tati said in her video, this whole situation is a lot bigger than just vitamins, and I think anybody who's kind of followed the situation is Okay, here we go. We're going to just skip ahead a little bit. Single point, and then I don't miss anything. Weekend one from April 11th through 15th, and I had an artist pass provided to me by a brand. We had a really, really good weekend. I mean, you guys saw the Snapchats, Instagram pictures, and outfits, and my video. It was really, really fun, and we will definitely never forget it. But at Coachella, I had drama with a boy that I had been talking with for five months prior, and it all kind of clouded the overall memories. Later on that very same week on April 19th, my best friends and I in the family group chat made the last minute decision that we wanted to attend Coachella weekend two again to kind of relive those memories but boy free. I texted my manager Jake that very same night asking if it'd be possible to get us in for the next day since it was already Friday meaning we're missing the first day of the festival so therefore we could only go on Saturday. Because it was so last second we were only able to get VIP tickets which is not the same as artist but we headed over anyway and wanted to have a really really good time. For those of you who may not be familiar with Coachella I do want to quickly clarify the different passes just because it kind of is important to this whole situation. VIP although VIP is still very very open to the public. Artist passes however are passes that you cannot buy. The only way you can get a hold of them is through a brand getting them from the actual festival or through having a personal connection to one of the artists or bands that are playing. It's in a very, very highly secured area that is not open to the public. Along with artist passes though, there's also something called a performer pass and backstage passes and a lot of other things that can keep you more protected. Keep in mind, weekend one, I did have an artist pass. Weekend two, I had a VIP going into the situation. When we walked into weekend two, with me and my friends on a Saturday, April 20th, and Sunday, April 21st, we noticed that there was a major, major difference in the crowd. We were in the VIP section, and I started getting mobbed really, really quickly at a super unsafe capacity because, as many of you guys know, whenever we stop to take a photo, kind of other people tend to come, and it just turned into a big situation, and it honestly was not safe. I had remembered from weekend one that my friend Nikita Dragon, who I was with a lot of the time, was brought by Sugar Bear Hair and had an artist pass, personal security, and backstage passes, and was very, very taken care of and safe. When I felt unsafe in the situation, I panicked and I texted Nikita and asked her if she had a connection to the Sugar Bear Hair team that could potentially help me out. Nikita replied right away and she gave the Sugar Bear Hair team my personal phone number to which they reached out to me and offered to come rescue me with a pass and backstage access and security to make sure that I was okay and was able to enjoy the festival along with my friends. You went to Coachella, somehow had a security issue, and magically Sugar Bear Hair is there with a contract in hand to save the day for you and all of your friends. No company would ever go out of their way to have an extra, you know, handful of passes that cost thousands of dollars a piece, like just in case. That leads me to believe that this was orchestrated beforehand, but he had an emotional conflict because of me and promises he made to me behind the scenes. Um, so he had to come up with a very clever story and didn't tell me right when he got back, but after the little bit was posted on their launch day. Despite what Tati said in her video, this whole situation was definitely not a big scheme that was orchestrated beforehand. It really did happen on the spot. The Sugar Bear Hair team texted me their proposal right away. Nobody. Okay, so where this is headed, because I've watched this video already. So where this is headed, this next part is. If. You're in a situation where you're...
So what we were saying before the technical difficulties, but basically, like, if you're a big person like that and you get mobbed and you, you know, you're reaching out to somebody to get you out of that situation, get you out of that, you know, get you the help that you need. But your friend is mad because they have beef with them and you at that moment when your life depended on it, didn't reach out to say, Hey, um, I know you don't like these people, but they're the only ones who can give me the artist pass, help me out of this situation. Is this cool with you? Blah, 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 blah. So does that friend have the right to be mad that you are doing what you need to do for your safety? Go no. ahead. Don't all speak at once. No. I don't think they got the right to be mad. <laughs> um, no, I mean... Oh, I thought you thought otherwise. No. I just feel that when it comes to something like this, it's like. Wait, also, also, I gotta give it. You know when Sugar Bear and Nikita told Sugar Bear that James Charles mm-hmm. needed help. You mm-hmm. know they took us this opportunity too. They were like, yeah. let me just get a quick, you know, deal in there too. Yeah. Because he was big. Mm-hmm. And he could have sold a lot of those products and yeah. gummies. And so, that's what we're finna see going yeah. forward, what his deal was to you know kind of secure the for them to come save him he bait well you're about to see involved and with no time to negotiate in a panic i signed and that was that on that oh James they Charles, were just talking about it we did happen on the spot the sugar bear hair team texted me their proposal right away no money was involved and with no time to negotiate in a panic i signed Wait, and that was that on that so when they just negotiated that deal, they, he that had was to take over a, a text when he was Yeah, he, they had to, t- he had to post something on his Instagram, like take a picture and something. And then and they, they send out security to save him. Mm-hmm. That just sounds so... Speaking like, of... So meanwhile, you getting mobbed or whatever by people... No, yeah. okay, a, but no, no, you time. got time. Y'all got time. Meanwhile, I'm over here about to, you know, get mobbed. Mm. Y'all got time to write out a business proposal telling me what to do. Then I got to make a post. Well, I don't think that. it was like a full, let's write this one specifically for James. <laughs> I, think I think it was like something they already had and they were just like, okay, just sign this real quick. Post, make sure you post. And I don't even think he posted the picture that he posted that day. I think he just had to post it within like a couple of days or something. And he just signed the contract and went on about the day and got saved. I think that's what it, I don't think they sat down and, James, this is your con. Like, I don't think that's what they like, did. I just feel like that's just so dumb on both parts. Well, on his part for even like, just go do anything else besides signing with them. Like, just go home and do some other shit. You don't gotta. Just- well, he couldn't get out. He can't get out. Coachella is full. This man has twenty million subscribers on YouTube. Coachella has all these. Yeah, Coachella's big. You're not getting out. Twenty million people. That's a lot of people. You need security. You need a, some type of escalator to drop seen, through. Why is that saying to get that before he came through? Because that's what you... You wasn't listening. You probably got bored listening. at the no, beginning. First day, first day he was with Nikita Dragon, he had that straight. Second, no, he, no, that was the first weekend. Second weekend, he came by himself. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, because he wasn't thinking that, like... He was in the VIP. Yeah, the only reason they went back, because it was last minute. Like you said, it was last minute. They decided to go back because the weekend before... You know the boy issues. But one and two things. But one and two thing. Hey, you know he's telling all his friends, celebrities, I'm going to Coachella. 
they about to inform him how it is set up, right? No, James knew how Coachella was. He had bought the VIP. The VIP, and you I can't, can't you can you can't get the artist pass. You have yeah, to have the. I connect. can't explain that all that. So VIP, anybody can get in a VIP. That's mm-hmm. why he was mobbed. Mm-hmm. So when did you think? Oh, let me hit up some artists. Oh, get I in con- Get in contact with people. They don't. Everybody around me had to break down what would happen. When I go there, well, I don't think they was really. I get what you're saying. I just don't think they were, you know, like thinking like. It was gonna be as bad. Yeah, I think they was like, okay, let's just try to redo this. You know, uh-huh. have fun, forget what happened last weekend. I think that's, but I definitely get what you're saying. Let's listen to what this girl, have the woman, whatever she is, have to say. Charles, he had nine days after Coachella to talk to me on Monday, April twenty second, which was one day after Coachella, I was due to post my stories based on my contract. And up until that moment, I honestly had not thought about the fact that Tati was a Sugar Bear Hair competitor. And in that moment, I thought that as a friend, she deserved a courtesy text to let her know the context of the sponsorship and everything that was going on. To not even get a phone call, to not even get a text a few days prior, like but I'm right lying. after that <laughs> sponsor post went up to he have a text it. like, hey mom, love you, I'm stressed. Um, just so you know, XYZ, I just did this post, but it's no big. Before posting my stories, I actually did text Tanti first out of respect for her, giving her heads up about the sponsorship, but she was immediately upset. I tried my best to kind of explain the entire situation and also give her a direct apology as well, but at this point, I had signed the contract and I absolutely had to post it. There was no getting out of it. Um, I then headed to the airport and took off on a flight to San Francisco. By the time that I had landed one hour later, Tati had uploaded all of her Instagram stories of her crying, talking about the friends in the community that haven't really supported her, how she was alone, and how she felt very, very hurt and betrayed. Very quickly, people put two and two together and realized that this was clearly about me, and I started getting thousands and thousands of tweets and comments and texts about the whole situation. Throughout the next several hours, I made countless attempts to text both Tati and her husband James, and many phone calls as well, trying to reach them, all of which they did not respond to later on that night. I haven't talked to her friends at a time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's coming up. He's coming up. He's big, right? Was she trying to have a deal where, you know, he's trying to, you know, be on the brand to, you know, lift it up, support it, things like that? Was that what she was trying to do? I don't think it was necessarily that. I just think where Tati was coming from is like, like, I understand what Tati was saying, even though it was a lie. Like, she was basically saying, like, you're my friends. You have my back. It's basically what I say all the time. But, you have my back, not the my thing, Okay. You, are the, all these people rich. We all eat it. Mm-hmm. Would you really be mad if your friend goes out and chases a bag, even if it's your competitor? Yeah. You going to be mad? I'm going to be pissed off because at the end of the day, you, my friend, there's mo- just like you got that one bag. There's 50,000 other bags just like that one bag that ain't my competitor. I feel like it, it goes back to like it's a it was a business deal. And so the people, the gummy people, they knew what they was doing when they went to rescue James, like you know what you were saying. So it's like in that purpose, like once we talked about it, I wouldn't be mad in that standpoint. But if these people just came up to you out the blue and you know that that's my biggest competitor and you know we don't get along, you know we got beef no chicken. And you still decided to do a deal with them, then I feel like that's kind of messed up. I feel like there's so many other deals you could have done. So mm-hmm. I see where Tati was coming from, but she lied because the boy texted her 50,000 times. We've seen those long essay paragraphs, so. But let's continue. Living in my hotel in San Francisco because I could not reach her. 
Shanti. I issued a public apology directly on my Instagram because I really wanted to make sure she saw that I was sorry um, and I wanted to end the situation by taking full responsibility for my actions. Over the next several days, I made countless attempts to contact both Tati and her husband James on all their different phone numbers. I texted and called Tati's business number, her family number, and also James's personal phone number as well. After a full entire week of trying to reach out and handle things in private with Tati and her husband James and getting no response, I figured at this time it'd be best to just respect their space, give them the privacy, and then whenever Tati was ready, she would reach back out to me to handle things in private and hopefully move on with our friendship. That is everything in regards to the Instagram stories. Now that we've talked about that, I want to discuss a few of the things in Tati's video that were misleading and false. The reason that James always said that he couldn't promote Halo on his channel and really do like, you know, heavy endorsement was because he has a teenage audience and it would just be inappropriate. Now, this thing was just confusing to me mostly because this conversation never actually happened. Um, if you guys know my channel, you would know that I don't really do dedicated product reviews ever, which is what Tati is known for. But even though that is the case, I've still multiple times talked about her products on all my social media networks. I have to word the, okay, I forgot to say too. Hello. I'm going to a really important event later on tonight. My best friend, we are going to. Yes, this is true. And this is a very important launch for me because it is my best friend, Tati. She's launching something new on Halo Beauty. Super proud of her. By the time this video is out, it'll already be up. So go and check it out. Promo for Tati. Love you most. Who doesn't need a little beauty boost every now and then? Why do you see me? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Looks like he'll snatch your soul from without you. And then, is that top 10 other side? They both look like demons. Jeffrey looks so scary. Hey, what the hell? Oh my gosh. Oh no, I gotta go back. <laughs> it's not funny. This is not funny. <laughs> I wanted to know. Just, I just received my package from Halo Beauty. This is Tati's brand new brand. Um, I did not tell Tati that I was buying these, but I did pay for these myself because I just wanted to support her, and I'm so happy. Um, I know she's getting you a lot of money, but you thought they were so much because I know she's worked so hard on these for the past several years now. Congratulations, Tati. I love you literally so much. Oh, and you and I do want to keep this video strictly based on facts and receipts, but one of the most hurtful things Tati did in her video was bring up my mom and question her parenting. No tears this time. My mom is the strongest woman I have ever met. She is kind, she is creative, and she is caring. She is a cancer survivor and she balances a marriage, a full-time job, and raising two boys with absolutely crazy lives. She's taught me so much in the past and when I've made a mistake, she has never turned to public humiliation as a form of punishment. All that being said, I love my mom and I think she's doing a damn good job. The last phone conversation that James Charles and I had, he said some things telling me about a situation that happened in Seattle at my birthday and it literally made me want to vomit. Oh my god, you tried to trick a straight man into thinking he's gay yet again and somehow you're the victim. You know, it's really disgusting to manipulate someone's sexuality especially when they are still you know emerging into adulthood and don't i'm going to choose my words very carefully on this next 
I'm gonna, but I'm still. I don't want to offend anybody in the LGBTQRX community at all. But I just don't feel like you can trick somebody into being gay. Um, I have no problem with gay people. Straight people, trans people, my people. If you see Jalen's family, you would. But the thing is that I want people to understand is that if somebody's gay, they're gay. Like, I'm just like saying that you trick somebody into, even if they look look curious, if they just want to see. It's just like you can't trick anybody into doing something that they don't want to do. I'm sorry. So I feel like her saying that just shows how ignorantly stupid she is. She doesn't just look stupid. She is stupid. So it's just like... Let me continue before I say something. Everything's figured out. You are using your fame, your power, your money to play with people's emotions. And you're doing that to have them and then if they <laughs> want to do something computer, and then man. if they want to do something with you for your fame and your money then <laughs> because I have fame and money and I'm and, th- and he's gay that means that it's his fault that the people want to talk to him that means that he tricking the Shut up. Actually, in your favor, even if they're straight. And you know what? That's not okay. And how dare you laugh about it and make meme after meme and retweet and this and that. And I love straight boys. I love straight boys. And make it a joke. Because this behavior is not normal. It's not okay. Cracking someone's sexuality is not an escape room. First of all, I'm a 19-year-old virgin. I talk about boys quite a lot on my social media networks. Clearly at this point, and it's not acceptable anymore. We're talking about that a little bit, I promise you. Um, but just thought I would bring it up, put it out into the universe. I don't really get a lot of action. You have probably guessed this at this point. So that being said, I have never and would never and will never use my fame, money, or power to manipulate or get any sexual actions from a guy. That is disgusting. It is not me. And the fact that Tati brought this up blows my mind because she knows the real story. Um, the story that we're talking about here is a situation that happened when I was in Seattle for Tati's surprise party with a boy named Sam. Now, I'm going to tell you the full story since everybody seems to be leaving out literally every single detail. In Tati's video, she mentioned that she was disgusted and had to apologize to her family for me apparently saying things that I wanted to do to a waiter and then justifying those actions by saying, I am a celebrity. Okay, this literally did not happen. What did happen is that me, Jeffrey, Nate, and my best friend Drew all flew to Seattle to surprise Tati for her birthday on February 14th. That night, we went out to dinner with them, with Tati and James and her whole family and were in a restaurant. There was a cute boy across the restaurant that I kept making eye contact with and that I was interested in. And the conversation of dating for me and Jeffrey both came up to the dinner table and we were talking about it for a very, very short period of time. The conversation never got inappropriate. Period. The boy that was involved with the story is named Sam. Now, when I originally wanted to do this video addressing everything, I did plan on crossing his name and keeping him completely private, but he has since come out and made a video of his own talking about the situation, just like Tati leaving out many, many details. But 
In his video, and in the screenshots that I have, Sam mentioned that he was perfectly fine and found the flirting that I was doing flattering. So I'm not really sure why this got turned into something much bigger, but it simply was not. And he was looking at me later on that night, he started talking to the other employee. I'm sorry, this video looked like... Wait, didn't they just play a video earlier when him and Buddy was in the same room? What? No, yeah. he, he looks similar. Oh, they look similar. That's his brother you were talking about. Oh. Yeah, they look similar. So he. Okay. Yeah. They do look similar. So, I'm just confused because this video looks like, looks like it was shot off somebody's Android camera. Nothing's wrong with your Android camera. Someone unit. tied him down. <laughs> yeah. This, this is what you say. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Like this, yeah, yeah, cry, cry. Like that's what I'm getting from. Does he, does he cry in this video? This why. Look at look at the movement. Even just looks fishy. Like yeah, he looked like he read his song. I I had a Valentine. Why so many cuts? This was on Valentine's Day, where he especially thought that I was very attractive wait, and he wanted. Wait, wait. He's straight. <laughs> I'm not here. Nah, nah, nah. We I'm not, not here. Listen, we not Shania. Our gator ain't broke. Yeah. You know, we can tell. But listen. I'm not here to call anybody. Um, He was interested. He was interested. Uh, his look by Carrot. He was looking. He, he was just, he just wanted to see what it was yeah. about. I'm not going to call him gay because I don't know him. He don't know me. I don't know his he story. He knew what it was about. He knew he, what was up with it. He just wanted to see. This wasn't his first go around. How you know it wasn't his first go around? Clay. It looks more straight to me. Listen, listen, okay. just listen to it. Just listen. Phone number and all that. But the wait staff at my restaurant didn't let that happen. He left and it kind of just went untalked about. The I'm a celebrity thing is really incredibly frustrating to me because this is an inside joke between my friends and I that Tati is also participating in and she twists this to be something far worse than what it is. This is the joke that really is where we say I'm famous, not I'm a celebrity. And it's something that we don't say in public very often because without context, I get it. It looks and sounds really, really bad. Trust me. Um, literally, Famous is synonymous with anything good. So, yeah, if my YouTube video does well one day, my friends will say, oh my God, James, you're so famous. But literally, if my friend takes a good Instagram photo, oh my God, you're so famous. If our boneless buffalo wings at Chili's are extra delicious one day, oh my God, these wings are so, so famous. It has nothing to do at all with fame, power, or money, which is what Tati alluded it to being. And it is so frustrating that she turned an innocent and funny inside joke that she has participated in into something so beyond disgusting. I'm going to try my best to make a long story very short. The next day, Sam slid into my DMs first, and I happened to see it. We started talking back and forth, and he mentioned that he was... Do y'all want to read this out loud? Chris, you want to read it? Go ahead. I'm a little literate. I can't see. I don't have my glasses on. Anna, would you like yeah. to read? Okay, Sam. LOL, it's Sam, the buster from John Howie. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> James, how are you? Ha 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 ha. Sorry about last night. You, you're very, very attractive, LMAO. It's all good. Very flattering, actually. Love that. I did not think you were 19. OMG, I am too. Turning 20 on the, tw on the 22nd, actually. Look young. Aww.
Sorry for the technical difficulties one last time. We had somebody call me abruptly. But anyways, so we just finished reading this. I'm sorry, y'all. It don't seem like he was straight to me. I'm sorry because he slid in first. What you sliding in first? Yeah. It, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. LOL. It's Sam. Huh? Let's continue. I'm just saying. Sorry about last night. You were very attractive. Then I responded with, it's all good, very flattering, actually. A few minutes into the conversation, I asked about his sexuality, and he told me straight up. Anna, you want to take it away? Honestly, I don't know why. I don't know who you... Okay, I cannot read. Honestly, I don't know who you were to last night. I just thought you were a really sweet, nice person. Respect, are you st- Are you straight, I'm assuming? He said, I'm bi. <laughs> James said, Really? He said, yeah, I mean, I never had any experience with the guy, but I do find men attractive. (laughs) James said, that was unexpected. Okay, love that. He said, me too. Unexpected, question mark, laughing face emoji. James said, yes, LOL, you struck me as a very, very straight boy. He said, I thought I was straight for a while. You definitely shocked me when you walked in. Then James said, you should have said something after you saw us talking about you all night he said i wasn't allowed to my supervisor was on me about being professional and we were so busy omg lol lol i wasn't even allowed to drop my phone number did you try it's one of the rules like i had to sign when i got hired like because it's such a fancy restaurant they don't allow a lot of interaction between busboys and customers i would love to did he just say that the busboys are like the slaves and they can't interact with the kids But honestly, we see that um, he was, in fact, bi. bi. So he was. I'm sorry, but James was dropping all the receipts. All, let's continue to watch. That he was bisexual. Oh my God, you tried to trick a straight man into thinking he's uh. gay. There was no straight <laughs> man being manipulated anywhere in the story like Tonto mentioned. Later on in the conversation, he asked when I was leaving Seattle, and I told him the next morning, to which he responded, I wish we had time to hang out. And I said, hey, why don't you come over to my hotel tonight? We can watch a movie together. He said, sounds good. Later on, he messaged me first and told me, hey, straight up, I've never done anything with the guy before. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, to which I t- You want to read this one, Anna? Yeah. So Sam said, what's the deal with the hotel? Do you want to come here and watch a movie and talk and stuff? Well, yeah. I can book another room for my friend quickly, LOL, or another room for us to hang out in. I would love to hang out, talk, and watch a movie. I'm just letting you know I've never done stuff with a guy before, so I'd like to talk and get to know you first. Yeah, that's fine. Same. And then, again, Sam, 30 minutes. OMG, a photo was taken. (laughs) (laughs) But so soon. I'm nervous. Haha, for what? You have absolutely nothing to worry about because one, you don't have to. We don't. Ha- you don't have to do anything. And two, you know I'm not going to post anything or tell anyone because I literally can't. You're a okay. Aw, uh, thank you. You're right. Um, who sent the picture? <laughs> James, what you did? What did you send? Because it was a bomb too that exploded after. 
He opened it. Well, I'm just sorry. I don't see no convincing or nothing because he was all down. He would like yeah. to hang out and talk and cuddle and watch the movies. But he ain't never did nothing with a guy before. So he don't want to go all the way, but he want to go halfway. He even mentioned it. Yeah. So he brought it up, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's continue. There was absolutely no pressure. This is all shown in the screenshots. Sam showed up at the hotel. We watched the movies together and we cuddled. After the movie, I asked him if he wanted to kiss, to which he said... Yes. I get to the hotel room, we say hi, it's all fine. We end up watching a movie, and after that movie he asked to kiss me. I said yes. We ended up making out for around an hour, and if I'm being honest, he's the worst kisser. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Before we get into that, they was making out for an hour. Like, but, that's just not no making out now. An hour? Stuff get heated after two, five minutes. Two minutes. An hour? And you mean to tell me? You don't make out with a bad kisser for no hour. You know, you shrug them off and let's just watch something. You know, or do something else. But a whole hour? Maybe I'm just mean. But I mean, if he even if he was, both sides did say they had no experience. But continue. Put your arm like a like. But can you really be a bad kisser? Yeah, I've never had experience. Yeah, you can be a bad kisser. People can be bad kissers. I only had good experiences, huh? I've ever kissed. Way too much time. All right. No take-in. Um, after making out Santa for over an hour, I did invite him to sleep over at the hotel. And he kept telling me to stay, like, please stay, please stay, don't leave me on this mm-hmm. nap, but I really wanted to go home. So I left. Of course, I wanted to spend more time with him, but he said that he wanted to go home and be in his own bed and think about everything that was going on because it was quite a lot, and I definitely understood and did not blame him. Um, he then left and sent me a message afterwards thanking me for being so understanding, and I told him that I would always be there for him if he needed literally anything. Point being, everything that happened in the hotel room was 100% consensual, and this is confirmed I said yes. by the only two parties that were actually there, being myself and Sam. After this night, Sam and I continued to talk for the next several weeks. At first, it was really, really great, but I noticed that his feelings towards me and sexuality were kind of wavering quite a lot, and I came to the conclusion that he needed to figure himself out and that I needed to move on because I kept getting hurt. Last important note to keep in mind about the timeline of the whole situation. On May 2nd, Sam texted me from his friend's phone saying that he was fully gay and he did talk. Oh my god. Uh, These are paragraphs at this point. Hey, it's Sam. You were right. I am gay. I was closeted because of my friends knowing. I wanted to talk. If it's not the right time, I get it, but I still want to. Say, oh, say no if it's a no, but I thought I'd let you know that you were right. Whose number is this? Not mine. I have. I had to delete message so we can. So you. So can you text me? I'm blocked. I'm really happy for you that you've thought about yourself further and have came to terms with your sexuality. That isn't easy, and I'm proud. After everything that happened between us, right now I have a lot of things going on in my life that I need to work on fixing, and I don't have the time or energy to try and make something work. I don't want to hurt anyone. That's understandable. This isn't my phone, so can you unblock me off IG or text me so in the future when things get better and you feel 
you're ready, maybe we can talk. Sure. Oh, with the period at the end. Mm. Mm. Your number was never blocked, and your Instagram is unblocked, and it's not about me being ready. It's about you not being ready. It's Sam. Can you talk? This was... Try to see when the date this was. May 2nd. But that's May 3rd. Where? There. That's weird. Oh, May 2nd, he clipped... This is... I'm going to say, like, this is from two different phones. Since that was from his friend's phone, then his phone. So it's like May 2nd, May 2nd, then May 3rd. He should have edited it. In look at this. Y'all don't be trying to call James and edit it. <laughs> no, 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 just look no, at it. You see this one, right? It's yeah. Like May 2nd, 5, 5 p.m. Oh, yeah. When he probably put it in, he probably put it in. Edited it wrong. wrong. Okay. I want to have a comment. We're going to have a fam talk real quick. And you never been into fam talk. Fam talk is when we take real life situations and have a quick conversation. So real quick. Out the video, let's have a quick fan talk. So, if you say you notice that somebody is trying to, you know, basically say, okay, I'm finally ready for this to work, blah, 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 blah. You know, whenever you unblock me or do such and such, like it was you the whole time. But in the end, it's like, no, it's you who need to figure out who you are. So, like, what do you what do you do in a situation like that? Don't all speak at once. Being who? But, like, say... I'm trying wait, to... Wait, wait. First off, there is a lot of information that's taken out for the fact that why was he blocked? Yeah, but that's what, like, that's what I'm saying from what... Something we, happened. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if somebody's saying, you know... I'm ready to finally admit to whatever I did or be who you want me to be or blah, 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 blah. And like James is saying, no, like, it's not about you being blocked or me not being ready. It's about you not being ready. So it's like, what do you do when you're in a situation like this when you know you have somebody finally, you know, caving in and giving you what you want, but you know it's just them really giving you what you want and not actually being ready? Does this make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. You get it, Anna? Yeah, sure. So like... (laughs) Like like someone's saying sorry to you, y'all got an argument. They not really sorry, they just saying sorry to move past it. That's what I was doing. <laughs> do, does it click now? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so like what do you do in that situation? <laughs> well, I mean I kinda agree on James. I mean this guy like needs to like I don't know. I Yo, I'm I sorry. Don't I don't even know, know what to say about Sam because I feel like I still to this day I feel like somebody was holding up the postcards <laughs> for Sam. Somebody didn't text this out for Sam. Like it's just not all making yeah, sense. Yeah. But what I will say personally is I feel like for one, before anybody gets in a relationship with anybody, they need to understand who they are first and love themselves first before you can even love another person and be in a relationship with another person. And for this Sam guy, pal, I got a word for you. If you gay, straight, whatever you want to be, it does not matter. But if you're going to continue to worry about how your friends are going to perceive you or if they're not going to like you or blah, 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 then them ain't the right friends to be around no way. So that's what you need to understand first. Second off, if you want to be gay, then be gay. Shout it to the top of your lungs. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't say you bi because you're scared. Just be gay. Be you. That's all I have to say to you, pal. Y'all ready to get back into the video? I just had to have a one-on-one with Sam real quick. ...about something important. 
I called him, and instead of talking about that, he asked me if I was talking to another guy at the same time that I was talking to him. I was a little bit confused as to why I was being asked this, but I did answer him honestly, and then I asked him what made him come to conclusion with everything. To which he said, I'm actually not fully gay. After dealing with this a million times, I was frustrated, and I hung up. Just to clarify, so there are no further questions, the point of including this screenshot is not to out Sam. Sam texted me saying he was fully gay, but it was a trap to get me on FaceTime so he could illegally record the conversation to include in the video that he was planning later on. Like I said, at the end of the conversation, I asked Sam how he came to this conclusion, and then he told me he was not fully gay, to which I hung up out of frustration. Later on, he texted me saying he was confirmed by. This is why, in Sam's video, he included a screenshot of me telling him I did not think he was fully straight. This comment had a lot of people really upset and confused as to why I was telling somebody their sexuality, but there's a very simple explanation. Sam and I talked for a very, very long time, and his sexuality, like I said, wavered a lot. Every time that he was a little bit confused, we had open and honest conversations about it, and he always asked me my input, and I gave it to him. I would never out somebody, and I have never, ever tried to manipulate somebody's sexuality, including his period. I'll never out somebody, but I'm going to tell somebody their sexuality. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if you... If you coming on to me or you trying to do something, then you're... You, I mean, you gay. If it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it's a duck. Like, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, and that's one thing that really got me mad. Everybody was like, oh, James, how are you going to tell this boy who he is and all this? Well, obviously, if we connecting and we talking and we FaceTiming and we chopping it up for months and months, then I'm sorry, sir, but you're gay. So I'm personally going to tell somebody if they're gay. I'm not going to out anybody, but I'm going to tell them if they're gay. Chris, you telling them if they're gay? I'm going to tell them. I'm um I'm gonna tell him. In this case, I'm gonna tell him he bisexual. He don't know what he is. Straight, gay, you bisexual. You know, I'm gonna ask the um, age-old question. Um, is there really a bisexual and a gay? Or <laughs> don't laugh. It's not funny. Is it a bisexual and a gay, or are they just gay? There's some I think, real, okay. I think there's, yeah, there's a gay, and I think there's a bisexual, too. I think there's a bisexual, especially for me, there's bisexual. Okay. You think you there's don't a think guy? there's a bisexual? You don't think someone could like a girl and a boy? Yeah. Not, like, trying to like... No. No, I know that they could. I know 100% they could. But you think but... you're leaning towards one? Yeah, I think one leans to And I think usually I've known with boys who say they are bi, they usually lean towards boys more than girls. So that's why I'm like, mm. is it really But a then again, bi? on that topic, I feel like a lot of people, especially celebrities, they mm. come out as bi when they're really gay just to, you know, I was just going to say more, that. Not as much backlash because mm. you remember, um, famous YouTuber I was talking to you about, like, you know, who Watermelon Dre is, the, the mm. guy that do him. He came out as bi, and as soon as he did, his views plummeted and all that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he wasn't really bi, he was actually gay and just wanted to hide the fact that he was fully gay. I feel like that's what it is, just like when August Alcina came out <laughs> as demisexual. I mean, he wanted to say he wanted to say he was gay, he just didn't want to. He was talking to, uh, 
No, I know that, but I'm saying I feel like people personally, and I'm not judging anybody. I respect everybody's wishes, but I feel like when people say like, "Oh, I'm bi," or "I'm demisexual," or "I'm pansexual," there's some people like I. There's some people I can look at them, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you pansexual. You one of them people who, <laughs> you know, though." You know you can't look at them and be like, okay, you may be. But then, you know, it's some people like, now you're just using this for a cover-up. You just don't want to say that you... But it's okay. It's okay. I'm not judging you. And that's all I want people to understand. It's like, Sam's gay. I'm sorry. Sam is gay. He's not bi. He's gay. And he wants to keep going back and forth saying he's bi. He gay. He gay. Let's just get back. Let's get back. I'm talking about Sam. And very hurt and confused. And through trying to deal with this, I reached out to many of my different friends for advice. Um, there was one night in my kitchen where Tati, James, and Gabriel all came over and I told them the same exact story and showed them the same exact screenshots that all of you guys just saw. After hearing this, like Tati said in her video, Tati and James actually did have a heart-to-heart conversation with me about the boys that I get involved with. They told me that talking to curious guys was going to continue to get me hurt and that also it could look really, really bad from an outside perspective if somebody tried to manipulate the situation and for me this was a major major wake-up call that I took to heart because I honestly had never thought about it in any other way because I knew that everything that I was doing was always consensual between both me and the boy and I had receipts to back it up but a question for you Anna not for you Chris and I can't answer this but only you can answer this so when you have a boy that's like curious and then he talks to like a gay boy like like gay boy is trying to like you know the gay boy is entertaining the curious boy is it the gay boy's fault that, you know, he's entertaining the curious boy when the curious boy could be out here, you know, talking to you possibly? You know, you'd get what I'm saying. Like, would you blame the gay boy for that? Or is it like a consensual thing? A consensual thing? Okay. I'm just trying to see. Because I think Tashi just like to blame everything on James and sitting here saying it's his fault that because it's the boys he picked. I feel like you can't say that because... I feel like it's not his fault that does his type and the people that he's yeah, attracted that's to. That's like, yeah. I personally. I wish I knew at the time that Tanya's advice was really a warning because she did exactly what she told me someone else may, which was tell my story with no details, no facts, and no proof, and twist it around. And now serious allegations have surfaced that could permanently damage my career. Now, like I said, the talk that happened in my kitchen, I really did appreciate because it was the first time I kind of took a step back and was able to analyze what was going on. Um, and this week has been a major eye-opener for me as well. I want to take a brief moment to talk about boys. Um, boys have obviously been a topic that has been discussed quite in detail on my YouTube channel and social media networks. This is no secret. Um, I wish it hadn't been, but if I'm going to talk about it one last time, I definitely want to be open and honest with you guys, the ones who matter. I came out of the closet as gay at age 12, which is honestly really, really young to kind of figure all of that out. Um, I had two other boys in my school at the time who were gay, but we were all close friends, so nothing was happening there, if you know what I mean. But all my other friends were having their first kiss underneath the playground slide or getting into their first relationship and talking all about it. And for me, I was on Pop Tropica and social media networks trying to make friends and trying to find out what else I was interested in. I never really got the opportunity to experiment with love and learn from that as a growing teenager. And I think that that's honestly left me kind of underdeveloped as a person in a lot of different ways. I've been forced to grow very, very quickly because of the job that I work in and social media, which I know I've said a million times beforehand, but love and relationships is something that I have barely any experience in. And I honestly think that that's 
why I'm a lot less mature than others may be in the situations that I get myself into. Um, I definitely am emotional and I let that get the best of me sometimes. I can be dramatic, I'm reactive, I'm forward, I'm flirty. And these are qualities that I'm not necessarily... I just want to say, because like, I can, I personally can't, you know, get where he's coming from, but I do know people who like grew up and waited to the age 17, 18, 19 to get in relationships and they jump into them so seriously and they don't even know what to expect. What's going on in the relationship? What a good from a bad relationship is. And it's crazy. And I just really want to take this time to talk to all of you guys out there. And I want you guys to know that it's okay to not know what's going on. And it's also, it's okay to not be okay. I feel like a lot of people think that when they get in a relationship, it needs to be as perfect as they think everybody else's relationship is. But at the same time, it takes work to get there. You may just see what other people show you, but that's not what all relationships are like behind closed doors. So I think this goes for him just because... Okay, guys, let's not make eyes at each other. But just because I think this goes for him, because like he said, he was so shocked getting into this and he didn't know how to handle all of this. So I just want to talk to you guys out there and say it's okay to not know. But don't ever think it's your fault that somebody's treating you wrong. Out of at all. Um, but I can confidently say that with each experience, I'm learning more and more and I've been able to better myself. But a lot of times these situations have become public. My own fault. My own fault. But having millions of people watching you learn can be very, very tricky. When it comes to experiences that I've learned from in the past, a lot of times I've talked about being into straight guys. Now, this conversation is something that has upset and also confused quite a lot of people. So, in order to provide a little bit more context, I would like to play a clip from Tati's friend Jeffree Star's video titled, The Truth About My Relationship. I was single for a long time, and the reason why is because I am really not attracted to anyone but what we call in this world as a straight male or a normal dude. And what I mean by that is like, you know, I am really into straight guys. And I know that is going to not be surprising to a lot of you. So, you know, from just traveling everywhere and meeting dudes all the time and being around that world for so long, I really kind of fell into a trap of always being someone that was kept like the secret and when you are someone like me who is you know i get asked all the time even every day on my channel you guys i get comments are you a guy are you a girl are you transgender are you trying to transition what are you being someone that is like me that is a guy that looks like a woman right i keep doing this because so many people are not into labels these days and i love that i'm all about that you do you call yourself whatever you want whatever you believe in i think that is the beauty and the freedom of you know living is we can be whoever we want to be i've always been into straight men and the problem with that my entire life is i never found real love because straight men behind closed doors they love people like me they love hooking up they love having fun they love the relationship as long as other people don't know. I really like this tip from Jeffrey's video because not only is everything in it very accurate, but I honestly feel like he did a great job of explaining a topic that is very confusing and complex and that not a lot of people understand, including me fully, to be honest. Yes, as a gay man, I am attracted to men. And in the past, whenever I have found a guy cute on Instagram or on social media, I have slid in the DMs with a simple hello or a nice compliment. If anybody ever made it clear that they were not interested or were not gay and didn't want to talk, I always apologized for the unwanted attention. Let me talk about this real quick, just for a quick second. I feel like, why are people shocked by that? Like, I feel like 
if you think of a gay person, a gay boy, they have feminine characteristics. And so it's like they would want to be with a straight man, male. I just... I don't I don't know where I'm going with it. Like, I just don't see... I just don't see a James and a James being in a relationship no. together. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't know. I just feel like they... I get what they're saying. Yeah, like they want that. That's what they look for. They look for the masculinity. That's it. They look they for the masculinity. Like a man is like... Because they have the feminine. only care like when, it's, when this happens with celebrities because... When it's like, say you at school, right? There's mm-hmm. that one lesbian girl in the class. She trying to hook up with the straight girls. Nobody really has a problem with that, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's celebrities and they do things like this, it's an issue. Oh, this and that. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I had to blow off my chip. It fell on the table. I just feel like it just honestly all comes down to people understanding that me and you are different. Y'all two are different. Me and you are different. Like, nobody's going to be the same. Everybody's different. And instead of picking on somebody because they like to do something a certain type of way or they like a certain type of person, just mind your business. If you really, if it bothers you that much, mind your dang on business. Because it really isn't that. It, it, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Let's continue. I do take full responsibility for sending these messages, and this situation has definitely taught me that sending messages that are so forward and direct like this are unacceptable, and I no longer will do that moving forward. A few different guys that I've talked to in the past have since came forward with their stories or posted screenshots of conversations that I had with them saying that I made them feel uncomfortable, and reading some of them, I honestly felt really, really bad. I reached out to all the boys directly and apologized to them for my actions. But aside from those few guys, People are treating a hashtag James Charles over party as an open invitation to add to the narrative with lies, which is not only harmful to me, but it's also creating very, very dangerous stereotypes around the LGBT. Pause. You can't talk on this topic. It's just like last night with TikTok and how everybody wanted to cancel mm-hmm. Chase and then child, not this story popping up, this story popping up, this story. I'm like, well, who am I supposed to yeah. believe at this point now? It's like when so many different things happen, it's like you don't know. So I totally understand. That's what I have. This is what I want to say. Just because, and I will give you this exception, Chris. Just because your friend has an issue with somebody don't mean necessarily that you, wait, wait, doesn't mean that you have an issue with somebody. Now, I'm not saying that you don't, I'm, what I am saying is that, okay, if we not cool, then you don't go over there and talk with them. Like, you don't go shake it up with them and hang out with them all day long because you know that we got beef. But what I am saying, what I don't want you to do is go online bashing them because you don't have an issue with them. And this is what happens when they so, do the cancel culture. So what, someone did, so what, say, for example, you had an issue with somebody, but this me bashing that person for you, that's what happened? No, okay, like, say I had an issue with somebody, right? Mm. And, no, say somebody attacked me. Yeah. And you were the, okay, Anna attacked me, Anna attacked me. And you and Anna friends, y'all real close, like, y'all best friends. And Anna don't like me, but since because you her best friend, oh, yeah, and I seen Jalen kissing this girl down the street while he was in a relationship. It's like, you don't even win. 
when did this happen? It's like, but I'm not saying you can't have her back and not talk to me. What I'm saying is don't add fuel to the fire when you know it's not true. And that's the thing with cancel culture. Everybody has a story that nobody's ever heard. Everybody has a story that nobody's ever heard. But let's continue. For example, Zara Larson, who's a pretty big singer, tweeted saying that I messaged her boyfriend multiple times knowing he was straight. And this tweet got almost half a million likes before it was deleted. In her defense, she did later on say that it was only one message, but it was way too late because the media had already read with it saying that I was harassing street men and wouldn't leave him alone. Had I known that he was dating Zara Larson, I clearly never would have messaged him in the first place, but this is all very hypocritical considering this is how Zara Larson found her boyfriend. I'd like to pose a question to you, the audience, and ask, why is it okay for Zara Larson, a woman with a public platform, to tweet these photos of a shirtless man and say, who are you, where do you live, how old are you, why are you so fine, how do you like your eggs cooked in the morning? But for me, as a gay man, to DM the same person in private with You already know. Um, <laughs> Yo, good good way. From this video, the shots he be making and the way he be yeah. editing these videos. That's James all the time. Funny. I'm not even But lie. this is the Keep question. Funny. The question is straight on by. <laughs> the question is why is the world so stereotypical that a girl can do something but a gay man can't? What's the issue with that, Anna? Um, I mean, like. Because I, the reason I ask you is because you're a girl. And you girls get so offended when. Say, if a gay guy hit, say somebody came. Man. Not you, I'm just saying like girls in general. Oh. Say somebody came after Chris, con, like trying to talk to him, hitting him up, all this, that, and the third. I'm not okay, saying. Okay, but the girls that hit you up, you know. So this is a whole different topic. Keep going. Okay, we're recording right now. But anyways, so it's like, it's still like, I feel like it's a, just like you were saying, like, if, even if it's the other way around, it's still disrespectful. Why is it only disrespectful when the guys do it, but when the girls do it, it's no issue? I don't see an issue anyway. Either way, like, like, what do you mean? So it's like, me dating Chris, if some gay guy hit him up, would I be upset? I don't, I don't know. No, not <laughs> not you, but you know how. Say a gay guy hit Chris out, and Chris went to go. Chris is texting the guy. They text him back and forth, oh. and you see these text messages, and you see all this, and then you know the girls be like. And that's why I don't mess with these gay people now, and all this, and like they take the anger out on the gay person. Oh. But it's just like it's your boyfriend. Yeah. Know. It's just like when the boy cheats but the girl always go beats up the other girl. It's I, like I understood that. But it's your boyfriend's yeah. fault. It's his fault. But anyway <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back into the video. I gotta know. A compliment is predatory. These stereotypes around gay men have been and continue to be very, very harmful to the community and have been historically used to villainize gay men in society. Someone completely fabricated a whole entire story about me touching another boy in a high school journal, and it blew up. This person came forward a few days later saying that it was a social experiment, but it was too late. 
People also completely photoshopped Twitter DMs of me reaching out to these people, threatening legal action if they were to tweet more things, when in reality I had literally not even been on social media, and I deleted the Twitter app from my phone. So all of these things are just so false and are so fake, and it's truly disgusting. Also, pretty much every boy that I've ever even communicated with at this point is posting screenshots of our conversation to make a spectacle of me. I've dealt with so many fake stories in the past from Coachella, the fake sex tape, and now this, mm. and I'm done. I'm done being the subject of these bandwagon <clears throat> stories for likes. It's not okay. Now that we've addressed and cleared the air on the boys, let's get back to our timeline because somehow there's still a whole lot more to this story and more claims as well. In Tati's video, she said that she felt she needed to bring all of this to the public eye because people needed to know what's going on behind the scenes. And I truly cannot believe that I'm about to bring up what I'm going to bring up, but I feel the same exact way. On Monday, May 6th, Jeffrey posted this tweet to his Twitter, which I instantly started getting tagged in. Who else has a draft folder full of tweets they wish they could, full of tweets that they wish they could send out? Question mark. I want to keep it so real sometimes about the behind the scenes in a beauty community, but I'll let karma do its work like it always does. So he really do be blackmailing people. This tweet and a few other ones from him and his friends, I decided to reach out to him and ask if there was something going on that I should be aware of. He replied to me and he said that it was not about me and that it was about another brand stealing his ideas. This message was in a voice memo which has since disappeared from the screenshot. You'll just have to believe me. I have literally no reason to lie at this point. Even though he said it wasn't about me, I still asked to talk to him, but he said he was unavailable. A few hours later, while I was getting ready for the Met Gala, I got this text from Jeffrey. Concerned, but mostly really, really confused, I reached out to him about meeting together in private in hopes to speak together and... Uh, Jeffrey said, we definitely need to talk soon. Tati and Shane, plus a few others, told me everything that you have said about me over the last six months. I am heartbroken, disgusted, and so sad to hear everything but chocolate not surprised. I have only been a great friend to you and never said anything bad about you behind the scenes, which is obviously not the case for you. James, let's definitely talk. I do not talk about you behind your back and have not talked to Shane literally at all in the last six months. I appreciate the honesty and don't want to have a problem with you. I respect you a lot and anything you think I said, I can be totally upfront about and we can discuss like adults. I'll be home tomorrow in LA from two to eight tomorrow. tomorrow. And then I fly to Australia for a week. If you're available, let's get together and talk in private. Here out the misunderstanding, but he didn't reply. Three days later, still no response. I decided to reach out again, but he was not available to talk. I flew to Australia on May 8th, and on May 10th, hours before my scheduled meet and greet appearance where 5,000 fans were already waiting outside, I was woken up at 4 in the morning by my friend because Tati had just uploaded her video titled By Sister. Watching Tati's video, it was very clear to me that my friend was still very hurt, and even though I had already apologized both privately and publicly, I wanted to make the video right then and there with my raw and honest emotions. But, because of the time difference, it took me an extra few hours to film the video and get it up, and by the time I was about to hit publish, I received yet another text from Jeffree Star. I've already cleared up Sam and our night together being 100% consensual. He was absolutely not trapped in a hotel room. But Jeffree also brings up Zach. Zach is his boyfriend Nate's brother. And not only did I not pursue Zach, who identifies as mainly straight, but it was actually Jeffrey who suggested that I talk to him in the first place. Hey, Nate's brother is single and mainly straight, right up your alley. Sounds good. And he <laughs> Sounds great for me. Uh-huh. And uh, he just moved here. Work. Zach and I talked on Snapchat for maybe a total of 
10 selfies back and forth to each other. He was super, super sweet, but it was very clear to me that he was not actually interested. And the conversation stopped before anything could even get remotely flirty at all. Um, with everything going on, I did not reply to Jeffrey's text in the moment. A few days later, on Monday, I woke up again in the middle of the night from a phone call from my little brother Ian, who was very, very upset. He told me he had tweeted saying, why do people act so tough online about somebody from his hometown who was bullying him? And Jeffrey Starr, of all people, had quote tweeted Ian's tweet saying, why is your brother a predator? Why did you really move back to New York City? Exactly. Shut the fuck up. I'm telling you, y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm I'm telling y'all. I have fifteen thousand listeners. The day, the day, somebody tries me, it's fine. I'm fine. But the day you go after my family, that's a whole nother level of disrespect. Like, a whole nother level of disrespect. And then, again, this goes back to earlier, how could Jeffree Star, Jeffree Star, out of all people, even have a comment? It's calling somebody else, brother, a predator. But I heard that you was behind the bleachers doing other stuff back in your day. (laughs) Just saying. I'm... Just saying. People were quick to call Jeffrey for bullying a kid who had nothing to do with the situation literally at all, and he deleted the tweet. After this, I went to check my phone and noticed that Jeffrey had texted me a few minutes prior, and I opened my phone to this. I really want to read this text out loud just so you all get to hear exactly what I had to read, um, but also so I don't miss anything. Grayson is going on camera shortly to finally tell the world how you tried to molest him and touch him in his sleep and made him uncomfortable for months, you sick motherfucker. Next, Zach will be going on camera to tell how twisted and sick you were, trying to get him to like you and then make him feel bad when he didn't want to send you photos back. Then, Sam from Seattle will be joining me and Cameron to talk about you trapping him in his hotel room. You need to be locked in prison for a very long time. You need the internet taken away from you. You are a danger to society. As disgusting as it is, I have to... What is this... What is he doing to society? Please let me know. What is he going to do? He's a danger. Lock your doors at night because he going to come in and hurt you. <laughs> Molesting somebody in their sleep? Do you know who Grayson Dolan is? No. Three times the size of him. He's buff. He's buff. Consensual. 
Next was Jeffrey's tweet to my little brother, Ian. Now, I did say that this video was going to be solely based on facts, and I, of course, can't prove what Jeffrey was trying to imply here, and I don't want to put words into his mouth. But, since it's now open for speculation, might as well clear the air. Ian actually went home for a few different reasons, but it's temporary. He had to get his wisdom teeth taken out, and he's also working on different modeling opportunities in New York City, and I am so incredibly proud of him. But he was also having a really, really hard time in LA. Dealing with a public breakup and negativity online sent him into diagnosed clinical depression, which he is now being treated for, and he wanted to be with my parents. Nothing more. Last but finally not least, Jeffrey posted this tweet claiming he hadn't seen me since February and that Nate banned me from their home. Now, this so-called ban is the first time I'm ever hearing of this, and I just think it's really funny that Jeffrey brought this up, considering the fact that he's tweeted me twice in between February and now saying that he missed me. Um, regardless, he ended that tweet by saying I was a danger to society and everything in Tati's video was 100% true. Okay, and on that note, we have to stop for today. We'll be back with another episode of Unfiltered Around. And we'll pick off right where we left off, and we're going to jump into the new episode that Tati Westbrook just put out, basically calling out Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson for being lying, manipulator, backstabbing, and other stuff. But I'm Jalen Benjamin. Co-host Chris. I love you. Chris loves you more. You can follow me at YSL.Jalen. You can follow Chris at K.AAPPE. You can follow the <laughs> podcast page at unfiltered underscore and underscore real. And I'm out. Bye.